0: Welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike.
1: And this is Orlando. And we are in episode 14. Episode 14, man.
0: Yes. <laughs> are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Got a lot to talk about. Don't we always have a lot to talk about? I think so. I feel like I feel like every time we we're done with an episode, like, hey, we probably talked about everything we could possibly talk about for eBay and yeah, Amazon. Yeah. And then you go out there and you're in the field and you're buying stuff and you're doing things and you realize... Man, this this is a huge world, right? Like we've just touched the the tip of the iceberg. I agree. And it's
1: it's kind of one of those things where you have items, right? That you tell people, hey, this will be sell for good money, but there's who knows how much is out there, right? And then it, not only that, but then it changes, right? Depending on the season, depending on whether it's Q4 or not, depending on a new hot toy, whatever it is, right? But we don't share hot new toys.
0: Yeah, no, don't don't do that. And if you haven't listened to episode 13. 13- <laughs> Listen to that. It,
1: it was a fun one. So hopefully we don't have any crazy things happen. Yeah, this hopefully
0: this is the uh, the lucky lucky 14. Is there a that lucky 14? The, I don't know. It's double seven. Seven's lucky. Like 007 kind of? I don't know. It's getting <laughs> weird now. All right. But here we go. Okay, right,
1: let's get going. All right. So talk to me first about what you've been doing for Q4, right? Because that's what you said you were going to do, right? Since our last update episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, Q4 starting to go out and do a little bit more sourcing of newer items getting ready to um, get that stuff already have quite a few things listed on ebay gonna list a few more things uh trying to get some stuff ready to send to amazon please don't ask about that so (laughs) but we've been buying some new some new items going out and sourcing at different stores uh and let me tell you some of the the big items that i picked up uh for q4 you mean like Retail items? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not giving I, I think that
1: up. I think people got the point. Got it. All right. All right. Okay. But yeah, so
0: no, it's been it's been going good, and um yeah, I, I, I think I think one of the big things we've done to get ready for Q4 is, and I, I kind of feel bad about this. This is like a bittersweet thing. We kicked my wife out of the garage. Her what? car no longer parks in the garage. Who's we? Well, it it was me like and you, my wife. We, you and your
1: inventory. We
0: just jo- <laughs> like you got along with your inventory. Yeah, like, like it's time to it's move time, on. Honey. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean she was okay with it. You know, it, it's tough. Um, she loves parking in the garage. It's convenient. It's nice. But we needed the space, so we went out and bought some shelving units and set those up, and okay. and bought some totes, and and so we're getting space ready, getting kind of a uh, kind of a semi office going out there because we know there's going to be a lot coming in, and a lot going. Oh, wow, you're moving like
1: ahead. You like, got
0: to like right? th- think
1: about where you were in June. Like talk to me real quick. How were things in June? Like when you first started?
0: Yeah, um I bought like three things. They sat on my table for a couple of days. Uh, wasn't really good. I had to get them out in the garage. And there was like this little tiny corner of like some tools that I was able to stack the stuff on. Okay. And then from there, now the entire garage. I'll have to put up um on our feed here pretty soon uh, a before and after picture of my garage because it is. You know, we've got multiple shelving units now. Several totes. We've got a whole organization system. We've got tables out there—a packing table. We got a table with our computer, and a table. Uh, w- that table with the computer also has our Rolo printer. Like, we're all set up. We got lighting have out there. You a better setup picture. than I do. I'm I'm serious about this, like that, man. That's
1: that is nice. And now, are you doing inventory too? Like, you're organizing everything?
0: Yeah. I mean, at this point, we still have. um we, We're not at so many items that we have to be over the top with the inventory, we do monitor what, what what's in what bin, uh, but it's easy enough to say like, all women's clothing is in one bin, all shoes are in these two bins, all of the the VCRs go on these shelves. There's gonna come a point though when we're gonna have multiple bins for each category. Okay. And so that's when I think we're gonna have to start really focusing and, and kind of dialing in that. That's- oh, that is intense. What about you though? Because I know that was your thing is you were going to organize your inventory. How'd you yeah, do that? Yeah, I know.
1: But hey, I have good news. Let's hear it. So, I don't know. Is this kind of sheep? I feel kind of sheepish saying this. So, I decided that I couldn't do it on my own. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. So, I decided to get a helper. Nice. And it's been awesome. Like, I, I did post. Some of you saw that on our Instagram a few posts ago. Where I sold a pair of shoes and it took me 20 seconds to find. Like, Ooh. all I did is go to the custom SKU label Saw where it was located,
0: went to that bin, opened that bin, found it, and good to go. And when you say that, 20 seconds, I remember a few podcasts back. How long did it take you to find a certain pair? About 30 minutes. And here
1: here's here's the funny thing. It's like I kept pushing it off, right? So we talked about how sell quick ship quick was mm. keeping me accountable. And and it's funny because after I said that on the last podcast, you know, they made sure that they kept me accountable. Mm. And then on top of that, it was kind of like I kept having these negative experiences Mm. where like every shoe became a 20 to 30-minute fiasco. And so I remember every single time saying, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. This is going to get organized. Mm. And so, odd enough, is that that okay, Grammar? Sure, why not? Okay. Oddly enough, when I helped uh, one of my former students... Uh, her his mom actually had her, said, "Hey, can you help me out with eBay?" I don't know if you saw that Instagram live mm, right. that I did. And after that, you know, helping her out, you know, her son approaches me and he goes, "You know, I, I wouldn't mind helping you out." Nice. And so we started talking and we started figuring out how it would how it would go and and within a day or two. I started dropping off totes. He started organizing and and I started using clear bags now, right? So I can actually take a look at what's in there. And and here's the crazy thing about it is some of my inventory like wasn't
0: on eBay. Ooh. So you literally had just wasted you were wasting space with stuff that wasn't listed. Yeah. I I don't even know. Money was on the table and you just weren't grabbing it.
1: I'm talking about like some good stuff. I'm talking about like some Lacrosse boots, some Keen sandals, some baseball gloves, oh. and it's and we're not done yet. And actually, I have found like in some toast there's one side of a shoe and don't know where the other one is. That's
0: great. So, so, what were you doing? Were you like, was he pulling out the items and checking your listings to see if it was there? Like, how did you know oh, they weren't great listed? Great question. So,
1: there's a third party program called Ink Frog, and so part of it was eBay released a statement this past eBay Open that they were gonna make it possible. For Sellers to use seller hub with employees and so they would have the employees would have limited access mm. Well, then I heard it's not gonna be till like 2019 and then I'm like, okay, this is getting kind of scary This could go into 2020 right and I'm hoping that January comes around and it's available So I've heard that ink frog offered this and so I send up for ink frog and they have like different tiers And mm. I think my tier is 29.99 a month and first month is free And so what you can do is you set up an account for people that work for you and or helpers is a helper. Mm. And you just set it up how much access you want to give them. So his access, all he can do is revise listings. Okay. Right. So he can go in there and like he can modify, you know, the where it's located in the custom SKU label. He actually one time found he couldn't find a certain glove on, on the listings. And he found out that I incorrectly put dimensions on there. Oh. And so he was able to revise that also, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Right? So it's been really helpful. So I set that up. So basically the way the system goes is I take a bunch of totes, I drop them off, and he just organizes them, you know, puts this custom SKU CU label, puts them in bags, and then calls me up and says, Hey, Orlando, these bins are done. Come pick them up, and then I'll give them a new set. And then when that's done, he's also going to begin helping me uh, with pictures, nice. And so, definitely going to start scaling up here.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, I think, I think you're at a place. I don't, I don't feel like you should feel bad about saying that you had to, you know, hire a helper, bring on a helper because, I mean, that's really where we all want to be, right? Like we all want to get to a place where, eventually, we're doing the part of this that we love the most, whether it's the sourcing, whether it's the packing and shipping, whether it's the listing, whatever it is that you enjoy most, and that you would be selling such a volume. That you can hire people to help do the things that you don't necessarily enjoy as much that aren't life giving to you.
1: And it's funny because he knew that. Mm. He he asked me, you know, what will I be doing? And I explained it to him, and he goes, basically the things you don't want to do.
0: And I said, yeah, you're right. Yeah, welcome to uh, welcome to the world, right? I I know that's basically what every boss gives you. Right. Awesome. Like like, like.
1: all I have is praise for this guy because he's he's been doing a top notch job and it's going to be great because Q4, like I'll be able to scale up eBay Mm -hmm. and scale up Amazon and be organized. Nice. So really excited about it. So if you're wondering how to scale up, you know, that's one of the ways you can do it.
0: Yeah. I was going to say while you were saying that about the uh, saving time with the shoes, I was going to say, you know, time, time saved is, is money earned in a a sense, but then that kind of sounds like a quote and that would not be my quote of the week because I have a different quote of the week. Are you ready for this? I, I, I guess I have to be. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) It's 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 an important part of our of our episode. I think it might be the most important part of our episode. So here we go. Quote of the week. This is a Benjamin Franklin. quote. Did you just saw something. I did. I purposely set it up because we've always been waiting for the ching,
1: and we finally got it on an episode. Yeah.
0: Well, how come you had to hold your phone? Like you knew it was coming. How did you I knew it because
1: it was an offer. Ah, nice. So I just sold a pair of Doc Martens uh, that I actually I forget what I paid for these like twenty five. And I listed them for a hundred and six dollars and they sent me an offer of around ninety dollars nice and that's a good that offer. is good
0: and get look at this look at what's here what's that say custom label and we're and it's located somewhere nice oh i I need to start using that we we we're not we don't have so many totes that it's necessary at this point but I figure that the earlier we do that the better because then we won't have to hire a helper to do the stuff we didn't do in the past so Anyway, sorry to interrupt, but I thought that was a good interruption. That, that was a good interruption. And, and, and and I didn't I know, want to hear a quote anyways. I know you hate the quote of okay, the... Okay, anyways, the, go the, ahead. All right. Here we go. So, Benjamin Franklin quote here. Uh, it is, uh, Tell me, and I'll forget. Teach me, and I may remember. Involve me, and I'll learn.
1: Wait, did a Confucius say something like that?
0: I don't know, but... it Like it was,
1: years, like two, 3,000 years before, like something similar?
0: You know, I think everything that, that is said has already been like said by somebody. Like, give a man somebody. a
1: fish... And something else in the last one is like teaching a fish and he'll always have fish. Yeah, I I, basically I know i totally every, wrong. And actually I'm a former world history teacher, but I know there's a Confucius quote similar to that.
0: For sure. I think there is and that's what I'm like, there are principles, there are kind of like truths in life that, that, that people will reword and say multiple times, which is why I love quotes, is because they they take good quotes, um, take these concepts, these truths, and put them in in a, a concise way that's interesting to us. And I think this one is good for us uh, for this podcast because um, you know, one is a teacher, that that quote's important to me, right? This idea of teaching and and just you know telling somebody or trying to teach them isn't the best way to actually really teach them. That you have to involve somebody in the process. Okay, uh, I but, could be
1: wrong. Wait, I got to interrupt you. Again? Again? Sorry. Okay. I don't know. It looks like it's I don't know. It it it's somebody in Asia. That's all I can tell. Yeah, you. the fish
0: one, but that's I a little different. I don't think it's
1: different. Confucius. It could be the internet saying all kinds of things. So. We're just going to leave it at, we're going to enjoy our Ben Franklin quote. Let's leave it yeah, there. Yeah,
0: it's, it's it's different enough. It's unique. Okay. So All right, um, finish what you're saying. Sorry. It's all right. So I, I think I think it, it, it relates to our podcast in the sense that um, we don't want this podcast to just be Orlando and I simply telling you things. Uh, we don't want to either just teach you things. We want to involve you and we want to be involved in what you're doing. Uh, we think the more involved this community is, the better the more we're actually going to learn. So if we're just putting out information and you listen to it, maybe, maybe you'll take some of it and and be able to apply it. But, you know, if you're giving us your hustles of the week, if you're asking us questions, if we get to ask you questions, when, when it actually is something we're all involved in together, um, you know, we're going to learn much, much better and more deeply than we would otherwise. So. Wow. There you go. That was really good. See, I'm telling you, the quotes are important. They just, they bring up these things that...
1: Maybe you know, we got to put it on Insta story. Like, do you like Mike's
0: quotes of the week? I'm afraid because I would hate for people to say no. I'd probably cry. I'd probably... Maybe we'll do the
1: little bar where it like shows love.
0: But may, then maybe it won't let, go anywhere. Let's do the yes or no. Yeah, let's do the yes or no. And if you want to hurt my feelings and crush me as a human being, go ahead and say no. Um, or if you really don't like them. But if you love them, say yes. And if you don't care either way, well, you know. Okay, we'll figure out a way to do it. Yeah, let us know. That, but
1: but you're right. Like, it's awesome when people contact us, but I also want to make sure that people understand. Like, you know, the best thing for you to do is to just Google. And I know that sounds crazy. It's funny. Gary V actually said that a week ago. He was watching something and he said,
0: "Wait, is this a Gary V quote you're giving right now?" No,
1: no. he said just right, Google So
0: it. here we go. This is Orlando's Gary V quote. No, of the no, week. no, no, no.
1: It's no. It's, but he said, you know, if you can't Google it, you can't ask for the things I'm telling you you should do, Mm. which he's right. Right. Like part of this online business is you, you can't get all the answers from everyone. Mm. Right. I mean, there's, there's people you can pay and so on. It kind of, it's a shortcut for you to get answers, but the best way to grow your business, like you said, is to just figure it out Mm. right on your own. Right. That's how you've kind of been learning. Like I've noticed you with you, Mike, like you don't, like ask me anymore. Like sometimes you tell me stuff. I'm like, wow, that's impressive. Like Mike figured that out, and I never even heard about it. So, I want to encourage you all. You just got to jump in, and you just got to you know research and figure
0: it out. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, but we'll be your uh, Google no, shortcut too along the way. Well,
1: well, yeah, yeah. But you know, I I, I always want to encourage people. Just to figure, anyway, we, we went down that road. Okay.
0: Oh, here we go. What's so next?
1: Talk to me about. Your, oh no, wait, I didn't finish it. I was supposed to travel, and remember, that was my thing? Yeah, what's... Okay, what, so we'll keep it short, I didn't go very far. Mm. What ended up happening is, for the last two weeks, there was always something I had to get, stay in the area for. Mm. Whether, you know, my son had like a school event, or I had too much stuff in my car, and I had to just go back and pack it for FBA, which has been pretty awesome. Like, the fact that I've been able to stay local, and pick up a bunch of inventory from all kinds of different places... Like it's been awesome. Mm. So I still want that road trip. I'm actually looking to possibly renting a van like the week before Black Friday and just like hitting all kinds of You've places. got to document
0: the whole thing. And I think along the way you should like not shave and just let your beard grow out and it can be this like epic quest. You know, I already across. look crazy enough. You know that. Way.
1: Okay. <laughs> that that would not I mean Oh, what's wrong with the beard? Remember what's last episode wrong we're wrong talking wrong. about me going back to strangers' homes for Yeah, inventory? I remember that. Okay, that was, so imagine that was with the the beard. On.
0: It's true. Okay.
1: Yeah. Anyways, all right. So that's it. That's just my update. I mean, just a lot of good inventory. It's it's been nice because now that I'm doing this full time, like I can spend the time and go to these places. Because I remember when last year when I was you know at the other job, it was tough, man. Mm-hmm. I remember like working from you know six thirty in the morning, getting home at like I don't know five or six, and then going, hey son, you want to go to Toys R Us? Yep. And then spending two three hours at Toys R Us. And then packing stuff all night. I mean, it was brutal. Yeah.
0: So it's good. It is. Yeah. No, I know I, I know you I'm, know. I'm I'm there right now doing that. Um, and who knows? I mean, I, I don't have any plans in the near future of of, of necessarily doing this full time. I think it's it's an incredible supplemental income for me. Um, but you know, if, if I'm starting to bring in six figures, who knows, right? Who knows? <laughs> six figures net. Yeah. Six figures net. Yeah. You know, net, net's what's important. Gross is gross. It's gross. All right. Okay. So share some little stories here. Tell me about your Nevada trip. Not, not
1: about the trip itself, but about like your thrifting and stuff. Cause you said you went to a few thrift stores.
0: Yeah, it was really cool. So I went to Nevada to visit some family uh, and it was a long drive. I'm talking like it was 10 hours to get there, 10 or 11 hours to get there. And one of the days that I was there, I was talking to my brothers and I was like, Hey, I really want to go to a thrift store while I'm here. Do you guys know of any in the area? And they're like, sure. let you know, we'll take you over there. So we went to, like, three thrift stores, and the, when we got to the third one, it was closed. And we actually called a fourth one, and they were closed, too. But the first two I went to, owned by the same company, man, it what was amazing. Like, so it's a, it was a local thrift store. Is it like Deseret Sabres, no, it was it, like, Deserted or Savers? No, it just... was called it was called Out of Egypt, I think. Out of Egypt? Out of Egypt, yeah. So it was, a, it, was a Christian, it was a Christian thrift store. Um, so, I mean, the employees were fantastic. Like out of Egypt, like the Exodus Yeah, like Exodus, deal? yeah. So, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I, f- I felt like the name was pretty clever. You know, so. okay. All right, so it was an awesome store. It, it was amazing. They had two stores. The first store was just like a regular store. Like imagine walking into, you know, Salvation Army or Goodwill or something like that. Okay. And then my brothers were saying, but just wait, they have a warehouse. And I was like, oh, wow. this is going to be amazing. So we get to the first store and everything was 50% off. It was Memorial Day weekend and it was everything 50% off. And I was like... that's good. I like to hear that. And for whatever reason, the employee that was working there, um, super nice, older gentleman. And as I'm like putting stuff in the cart and I'm like talking to him about it, like he's offering me more deals. He's like, you know, like if you buy all all four of these, you know, I could probably even mark them down a little more. So, wow. I mean, I'm filling up my cart. And that was the thing. He says, I hope you fill up your cart today. And I was like, me too. And I did like the first place. I was probably only there for like 35 minutes, but I filled my cart up. I got a vintage typewriter for like three dollars that it works perfect. I tested it out,
1: That's and awesome.
0: the comps are going for like one twenty. I got like five pairs of shoes. I picked up like a bunch of unopened ink cartridges for for printers, like just tons of stuff. Probably like three or four hundred dollars worth of profit, and I think I paid twenty dollars at the end. He was oh, like, "How goodness. does how does nineteen fifty sound?" And I was like, "Sounds amazing, man, brother. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. So I was really excited about that." And then I went to the warehouse, and that was incredible. But the moment we walked in the door, they were like, we're closing in five minutes, and they were already starting to shut off lights. So I'm literally running aisle to aisle, like, you know, trying to find... So when you say
1: warehouse, are you talking about, like, Costco-style warehouse? Are you talking about, like, let's say maybe, like, I don't
0: know, like a quarter the size of a Costco warehouse? Um, It was huge. Let's see. Um... Probably about probably about half of a Costco. That's huge. It was huge. And, I mean, there was there was no decorations. It, it was definitely not, like, you know, trying to be boutique. It was just basically shelving units full of stuff the entire place. Uh, same thing. Everything was 50% off. Did and you I, to make a road trip? It was pretty awesome. It was pretty cool. Um, unfortunately, wow. I was only able to be in there long enough because they were like, we're closing, we're closing. And I'm like, I'm trying. And I'm, like, looking at stuff. So I, I only probably saw, like, 5% of the store. Uh, walked out with a couple of things, but it was really neat. And I, I think that's just huh. a way to say out of my total trip, I probably spent uh, an hour at thrift stores. I got to take my brothers with me. Uh, so if you're on a road trip, don't hesitate to stop in for a couple of minutes somewhere. You never know what a few minutes will do, uh, especially if you're with the family. I mean, just make it a family event. So what do your
1: brothers think about what you're doing?
0: Oh, they they love it. They think it's really cool. Um, I was trying to teach them a little bit what what I was doing, like showing them how I look stuff up so on eBay. older, younger... Um, they're a few years younger than me, okay, so yeah, okay. I'm the oldest. Um, but they were just having a blast like buying stuff for themselves. Like, they bought some like you know, sports stuff, some basketballs, and I don't nice. know, skateboard and baseball, and with some gloves. And they just bought a bunch of stuff for themselves, and they had a fun time. And I think they spent like five or six bucks. Everything was so cheap, it was crazy. That is amazing. Yeah. I think I want to go out there. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, that, that might be a honey hole. I might, I'll uh, we'll well, have to. I'll share. It we, with you. we did I'll give the name out, you. out there. Well, I mean, yeah, what? out of Egypt, there it is. So if you're in Nevada, look up out of Egypt. They're great. Their prices were amazing. Uh, great Christian company. So that everybody was super friendly. It was nice. We liked it. Wow,
1: I, I'm pretty amazed. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Okay, so I
1: don't have that much of a story. <laughs> Mine was just the organizing the inventory, and so next step, actually, to add to that is I'm happy to get all these toys out of storage. Mm. So while I was at Toys R Us, I held on to a lot of stuff, right? Because I was worried about the Amazon IPI. Remember Mm. that thing we talked about? I'm still worried about it. Here's the funny thing. I emailed Amazon because I'm a little concerned, right? Because I got an email in early August saying, you're good to go unlimited storage. Mm. But then I know that they check up on you again right before the end of the third quarter. So I thought I'd shoot them an email. And here's what's funny. I send them an email. I go, hey, just to let you know, I'm doing my best, but it seems I keep selling out of items. I received an email back on the 15th of August saying that I was all good to go. But I'm just worried that maybe my IPI might drop and I will lose that unlimited storage. I'm hoping that's not the case. Could you please let me know? Uh, you know what i should be thinking about doing so they email me back and they say yes you have unlimited storage but your score may drop and you may not have unlimited storage just keep working on it
0: that's a good answer that sounds like an answer i would give somebody there was no answer no it's great it's you're fine now you might not be fine keep up what is that? Did your job right I, I mean, so what do you want? The, I mean, the, the only other thing I, I can say is... I wanted in writing that
1: said, you are good to go. So you wanted
0: the answer you it.
1: You're right. Okay. That's what I wanted. And I didn't get it. So I, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm sure I'll be fine. There's a lot of junk. So those of you that are starting Amazon FBA, please make sure you check rankings. Because now it's really important. Because when I started, I was buying all... You know, stuff had 700,000 rank, and I'd make 60 bucks if it sold. I'm like, sure, send it to the warehouse. Oh. So I have all these items, and now I'm just... You know, disposing of Like, I wouldn't even get it sent back to me. Really? Yeah, because I could try to sell it on eBay, but then I got to store it somewhere. Uh And since it's such high ranking, like, who knows how long it'll take? It's true. And it's, they're not major, I would say they're not major money makers that it's worth enough for me to store or things I don't care about. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. So, anyways, all right. So, let's get some current topics. Current topics. Let's hear it. So, on the freeway, do you know where the Toys R Us
0: used to be? Yep. Right. Have you seen the new sign that says like Halloween City, Toy City? Haven't noticed. I'm oblivious when I'm driving. There could be a moose walking in the road and I would drive right past it and not even notice. But you, and drove, to, no, but you tro- drove to Nevada. There's no there's no moose. There's no mooses in uh, in, in, this area. <laughs> yeah, but
1: there's only a bunch of people on the road. Yeah,
0: so well, <laughs> I, I notice cars, but I don't notice other That's things. That's good.
1: So it kind of intrigued me. I I saw it and I'm like, hey, I want to go and I went and you know, there was nothing there But I did a little bit of research and so what's happening is Party City's gotten into the game So not only are we gonna have possible KB pop-ups, we're gonna have now Toy City, huh? Which will be interesting.
0: I I just wonder though What are the prices gonna be like? I don't know that that's a big deal I kind of feel like are they gonna be inflated because you know, I don't know. I feel like Sometimes those ones that pop up in the middle of the mall and they're selling, like, you know, some board games and calendars and stuff. Oh, yeah. I I feel like the prices are always so high because it's like, hey, this is a novelty thing and it's that time of the year and people just want a quick stop and they'll pay whatever. Um, You know, one of the nice things with places like Walmart and Target and Toys R Us is the prices were pretty consistent year round. Not Toys R Us. Well, I'm I'm talking past. There's a reason why Toys R Us doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, okay. Anyways, go ahead there there may be more financially going on there, you know, that more than just the pricing.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go.
0: I don't even know where you're going with that. All right, let's go back to Okay, so Walmart and Target. Walmart and Target. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. I just worry when you see these things pop up, are their prices going to be, you know, crazy, high, selling weird toys, or is it going to be basically a, another Toys R Us with Toys R Us like prices?
1: I agree. And are they going to have sales? Are they going to have items that, you'll be able to source for Q4 or is it just, it's a lost cause? Right? right? And so, I don't know. I just, you know, I'm just intrigued because I did hear, here's the weird thing. I was at a Marshalls one day and they were like, oh yeah, we got the bid for Toys R Us. Hmm. And I I asked them, I said, well, what are you talking about? You got the bid. And they said, well, Toys R Us is trying to sell all the toys that were in warehouses that they weren't able to sell. And Marshalls got the bid for them. And I Hmm. thought, interesting. So, I was like, oh, okay, maybe there's gonna be a lot of toys. And I've been going there and there hasn't been a change. Now, maybe it's gonna get flooded in October, November. Don't know.
0: But I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I always wondered that because there are certain brands that are that have contracts with with places with retailers. Um, even with Sears going out, right? Like Sears had what was it, craft craftsman? Yes. That I know because I, I remember, you know, having friends that worked at Home Depot and like Home Depot had they've been desperately trying to get craftsmen and sears had that they had that like they yeah. had the market on it so and i know you picked up some craftsmen stuff when sears closed so now mm-hmm. the question is who gets them right like who who's going to be the new source of that and are the prices going to be similar better different you know i don't know i i did
1: watch there was a video on youtube about toy city somewhere like in new jersey or something and somebody visited the store and they had all current toys they didn't talk about prices, mm. but it seemed like they were going to have, it's not going to be like the mall, you know, those mall right. toy stores yeah. where it's like the Chinty, like private label stuff. Yeah, really bizarre. <laughs> like Non-name the car brand. that keeps rolling over yeah. or the light that goes in the sky or whatever it is. Like they were legitimate toys. So yeah, that's a good point. I wonder what the prices are going to be. So, all right. So how's Poshmark going? Because I wanted to talk about like the rise of Mercari and Poshmark. Mm.
0: Talk to me a little bit. Yeah, Poshmark has been great. Um, we've sold we've sold quite a few things on Poshmark that we've had listed on both uh, eBay and Poshmark, kind of doing the cross-listing thing, uh, which can be a little scary, right? Like something sells and it's like a race to get it off the other one because I think it, it'd be really rare, I think, that somebody would purchase something on one platform and then immediately some other person would purchase the same item. But it could happen. It has happened. It's happened to me. Oh, So I don't know if you guys know about Bonanza.
1: I haven't told you about Bonanza. Uh-uh. So Bonanza is another platform and it's not the best, but Bonanza, you can actually import all your eBay listings into Hmm. that platform. And I'll get a Bonanza sale. It's been a long time. I want to say it's been about two months, but there was a time I'd get one to three sales and they usually were like big sales. Actually, my biggest multiple item sale was in Bonanza. Like somebody bought, I think like 15 items.
0: Wow. Like it was like all almost my out of your store like they went into it. A- yeah, it was huh. weird.
1: They bought all my Ninja Turtle shirts and hats and everything. They just went all out. Hmm. So Bonanza lets you import their items. And then when they sell, they they remove them off of eBay for you. Wow. Now, nice. I don't know if that's the case anymore because I know I've heard other resellers saying, I'm done with Bonanza because mm. they've had items sell on Bonanza, didn't get pulled off of eBay, and then it's sold on eBay. Oh. And that's happened to me actually a couple of times too.
0: Yeah, no, that'd be terrible. Luckily, we haven't had that yet. We got close on Poshmark where um, somebody on Poshmark gave us an offer on an item. Uh, we counter-offered and there was like, you know, whatever it is, 24, 48 hour period where that counter-offer is available. And then that item sold on eBay. It sold on eBay, right? And it's like, well, I mean, that, that's good. It's good. But the problem is there's still a counter-offer out that we made and we could not delete the listing. We couldn't delete the listing oh. off Poshmark because there was an open <laughs> counter scary. offer from us. Yeah, no. So luckily the person declined the counter offer and we were able to, to get rid of it. And actually I think we were we found a way to remove the listing through like some backdoor channels, um, which worked out for us. But uh, yeah, luckily we didn't run into that issue. But Poshmark has been doing good. We've sold quite a few items that have been sitting in our eBay store for, you know, a couple months now. And within a week or two of being posted on Poshmark, they're selling. So it's good. It's a lot of work. Uh, my wife. So you're saying it's definitely it's like,
1: it's worth the cross posting.
0: It it's worth the cross cross posting. I believe. Um, I don't know if it's a platform for everyone. Um, I think it takes a lot of work to get going. Uh, my wife spends you know, hours every day while she's on her phone yeah. posting and li- or not posting, uh, like sharing other people's stuff and liking people's stuff and being part of posh parties, which is where you're sharing certain items. And it just cracks me up. Posh parties. Posh parties. It's got a got a got a good ring to it, kind of like pure hustle podcast. I get it. I get that. it. just
1: <laughs> poshmark like they have posh fest. And yeah.
0: it just seems that Poshmark is really doing a great job marketing. Yeah. It's it I mean it is. And I think it they're they're targeting a certain audience, and I think their marketing is genius for that audience. So, and that's good because people are noticing. It's kind of like Mercari too. Have you seen the Mercari like billboard signs? I haven't seen any billboard signs. Remember, I'm oblivious when I'm driving. Okay. At home. I don't so see so billboard here signs here in San Diego. There's like these like lavender signs,
1: and they actually are like it's like Mercari, and it's like you know sell, and it's it's aimed for
0: sellers, not for buyers. So, do you have any experience with Mercari? I've I never do. done anything with Mercari. So, so
1: so years ago. I ended up, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my phone right now. Apologies. So uh, I had a listener just message us on eBay. Oh.
0: And nice. it was like
1: about, remember that mascot, that uh, that goat? Remember that like plush? We talked about yes. yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, hey, heard about this on your podcast. I guess they found our store. And, and then they said, you should mention like these keywords, like build a goat. So whoever you are out there, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank That's you. amazing. So I just, I needed to share that. Okay, I'm done. All right, so Mercari. Now, Mercari was huge, I remember, in Japan, I think. Okay. And then it came to the States. I remember I jumped on Mercari, like, right away, because there are some resellers who are like, man, stuff on Mercari is selling really fast. Mm. And I got really excited about it, and I got on there, and I sold a few things. And it was good, but it just, it was one of those things where I was contemplating, like, is it worth the effort? Because I remember... Mercari is only mobile based. And okay. I think it's still that way. Like you can't get it on a desktop or anything. You can only do it on your phone. But who uses desktop anymore? I know you do. I know I do. I I won't well, laptop. MacBook. Okay. Right. MacBook. But I feel more comfortable. There's like a lot more like if eBay got it got its, I don't want to say its act together, but if eBay just got with the program and just allowed the same functionality on the app as on the desktop. I don't know
0: if that's ever possible. I do think that like a desktop or a laptop allows those that interface allows for a lot more options and it's just a bigger screen and you can click on more buttons but I think for the most part for eBay I think I've been on the website maybe a handful of times to set up the store and a few other things like that but almost everything I post um, pictures all of it is directly in the eBay app
1: yeah but for instance when something sells and I want to send an invoice like I can't send an invoice via the app. Uh, that's true. Like that's how true. basic is that all I have to do is Press an option and I should be able to like look at the invoice and add whatever I want and just send it Like it's not what required. do you mean by send an invoice? So like when a I reminder say, for them to pay Well, okay, so there's a the reminder, but I find that people pay Like quickly if I send an invoice gotcha, right? So the invoice is basically like this is the cost of the item This is the cost of shipping this is the total, and then you like I leave a message. I usually just say, "Thank you for your purchase, exclamation point, and I mm. send it, and usually people pay. Okay. Or if somebody buys like multiple items, like I can reduce the shipping and send them the invoice, mm. right? But if I'm on the road, I can't do any of those things, right. Or I've had people, and I know we go back and forth, they send me a best offer and they say, "Uh, here's my offer, but no shipping, right? right. And some people get annoyed. I don't get annoyed. If it's not, I don't mind telling. But I can't adjust it unless mm-hmm. I go to the invoice. And so you're kind of stuck. And so you may lose that sale if you don't react quick enough. I could see that, yeah.
0: There's some functionality there. So going But back I think to Mercari, I need to get on Macari because I'm okay with
1: full app. Well, I have a ton of people have DM me saying Macari, Macari, Macari. So I'm going like, okay, is this just a fad? Like, is Poshmark a fad? Or these
0: players here to stay? Maybe, but let's go back to your Gary Vee guy. What would he say about a new platform coming out?
1: Why Gary Gary is not the end though. He's he's a lot of stuff. I agree.
0: I agree. I agree. But you love quoting him, so like, what what would his if you were to give you like I know you got to be on all platforms. I get it. All platforms. Okay. So because
1: you never know, right? I know, but I just I'll never forget like Mercari. I remember I I told myself anytime there's spare time. Like I'm gonna list on Mercari. So yeah. I remember I'd be at the in line, you know, at Costco Gas, waiting for my car and I'd be listing on, on Mercari. And then I remember I'd be at the movie theater and I'd be listing on Mercari. And I just wasn't getting the sales. Now, this was like, I don't know, I want to say a year and a half ago. So maybe now it's a game changer. So let's put it, let's do this. I'm gonna list 10 items on Mercari.
0: Is that good enough? Let's do 20. Let's each do 20. I'll set up a Mercari. We'll each do 20, and on our next update episode, we'll talk about how it went. Okay, let's do that. Let's Boom. Do that. The Macari Challenge, the Pure Hustle Podcast, Macari Challenge. Hey, you guys do the same. If you've never tried Macari, try it, right? List 10 items, list 20 items, and then let us know. Put in your feed, how it's going, and then tag us, Pure Hustle Podcast, and let us know how your Macari Challenge is going. Wow. We
1: are expanding. You know that? We started with just – our first episode was just about eBay. Then we got Amazon. Then we got Poshmark. We talked about local, and now we're going Macari.
0: I mean, who knows, right? Like, the thing is, we want to help the most amount of people. And and somebody might find that, like, hey, eBay's not for me, but I love Poshmark. But that's our thing. We're
1: Pure Hustle Podcasts, right? So our thing is, hey, we want to talk about those hustles that allow you to level up your standard of
0: living. And hustling could be any number of things. Yeah,
1: and and down the road… Once we get a few episodes under our belt, we definitely want to bring in other people that have different kind of hustles too. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, but
1: that's like in the future. We we want some people listening to us before we get some guests on the show.
0: I you, agree. You think, I think I think we have an amazing listener group. though. No,
1: we do, we do. I listen. You guys are awesome, and it's the support we get. We love it. So you know what? Since we're talking about that, let's talk about our t shirt giveaway. T shirt giveaway. Okay. Awesome.
0: Wearing them right now. That's why we're all
1: woo representing. Woo. All right. So, we want to give away five t shirts. Okay. So, this is how you can get your t shirt. So, we always want to show love to those episodes that people aren't, you know, caring about too much. What, what episode do you think right now is the one that needs a little bit of love?
0: It, it's, is it episode five, I believe? Yeah,
1: episode five. What's episode five? Do you remember?
0: I don't remember. Was it the global shipping? Yeah. See, you global remember. Shipping. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, it used to be episode three, which was about research. Mm. And for a reason, maybe people are like, I got this. I don't need to listen. But I've had a lot of people say, hey, I listened to your podcast about global shipping. I'm doing
0: it. Mm. And I've gotten sales out of it. I've probably sold, I'd say probably 5% of my sales now are global shipping. Okay. So it's amazing. So here's how you get your shirt. So
1: I'm going to post this on Insta right before our episode is released. Okay. Well, maybe because sometimes you release them, like you upload them. And then I don't find out until like two hours later, so I don't know how it's gonna work. <laughs> okay, but the first five people to DM us and let us know what country did I sell a pair of Kill Bill shoes to? Okay, again, what country did I sell a pair of Bill uh, <laughs> Kill
0: Bill shoes to? Did, did you sell them to the country or did you no sell no them no? To no. The country? I <laughs> sold
1: them to somebody that lived in that ah, country. gotcha. No, no, and it was a great sale. So, if you don't know, get on episode five, get that answer in the first five, and then after that, we'll send you the shirt. Yeah. Now, now, now,
0: how did we decide they were gonna gonna sh- prove let us that know they, that they got the shirt? No, no, not not the shirt. The uh, did you say DM or are we gonna do feed? Oh, you know what? That's right. Okay, I totally messed up this one. That's all right. Sorry.
1: Okay. So this is what we we want Rule change. Okay, rule change. We want you to be creative by tagging us on the feed the country that those shoes were sent to.
0: Yeah, be creative with it. Make it, you know, pure hustle podcast, add the country, do something cool on there. Tag us the first five that we're tagged on. T-shirt to you. You got that? So we have
1: sizes in medium, large and extra large. Okay, and if you need other sizes, let us know. We have a limited supply, but we just want to go out there and show some love. So, let's repeat that one more time. On your Insta feed, tag us and then let us know what country those shoes were sent to in some kind of creative way.
0: I'm excited. Who knows what we'll get? Yeah, go crazy. I want to see somebody do something amazing.
1: There you go. There you go.
0: All right, so let's get back to where we were. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's talk about uh, Target. Do you want to talk about Target a little bit?
0: What are we going to talk about Target? Okay. Oh. Okay, so Target. You know, Target's one of those. We were, we were at Target today, right? We were. Well, yeah. I wanted to talk about that too a little bit because
1: like, Target's kind of like timing things on resellers, don't you yeah,
0: think? Yeah, they, they are. And, um, you know, I, coming off of last episode where we're talking about, you know, don't be ashamed of being a reseller. There's no shame in it. There's nothing wrong. We're, we're providing a service. There, there, are some people who disagree, uh, like our our friend who is probably listening to this right now, who's like, "No, stop buying stuff and reselling for for Q4." Uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. but um, you know, it's it's the, I get it. I get both sides. I, I try to be I try to be realistic. I understand the purpose of putting a five limit, you know, restriction on an item. Right, it makes sense to me. You know, you want to make sure that other people can come in and that somebody isn't buying all of them in one go. It does make sense to me. But at the same time, I also, as a reseller, understand th- that perspective and and why, you know, just get more in stock and sell some more, right? I agree. I mean, it, that's basically how capitalism functions, right? Yeah, it's right? supply and it's demand. Supply and
1: demand. Yep. So what's happening now is I posted this today on our Insta, like the sign, like mm. we reserve a right or something like that to limit the quantities of items you buy. Think about
0: that. Like they're shortcutting their business. Well, and what if you weren't a reseller? What if what if you're a grandparent that's got, I think my grandpa has 26 grandkids. Wow. Uh, of various ages. So of course you wouldn't be buying a toy for, you know, all um, unless
1: they were into toys and they're older.
0: Oh yeah, you're buying for yeah. I mean, it's not unrealistic, I don't think, for somebody to go in and want six of a toy. You know, so what if it was, you know, restriction being put on just a customer who's buying it for their own use or for for gifts? there you know and and from a from a business standpoint if the demand is there they should be happy to just be getting them off the shelf and putting them as many as they can back on the shelf as possible
1: i mean the greatest thing that could happen to
0: business is that there's a demand
1: and you're low in supply and you know that eventually you'll be able to refill that supply
0: and, and realistically and and I, I don't know you know i haven't worked enough in retail to know how uh, it all works behind the scenes of places like Target, but but if the demand is there and you have to limit the the number that people can be buying on something, maybe the price is too low. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Yeah, it could be.
1: Let's not go there though.
0: No, I mean it I mean we're talking about capitalism. Of course, we don't we don't want them to recognize that as resellers, but but realistically, if if it's selling off the shelves and they can't keep it in stock they 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 probably have priced it wrong.
1: True, true. I, I just, to me, it's it's always those things where like, aren't we as resellers customers too? We are customers. That, that's what bothers me. I'm giving them money. They're A always, lot of money. They're always making that argument that, hey, we want to make sure that all these items are available for everyone. Okay, so, hey, I'm just going to read what the sign itself said. Okay, because I... I, I did you know. notice at the bottom of that sign was about liquor? I, I, did. <laughs> I did. So maybe there's people buying a lot of liquor. Who yeah. knows? So, okay, uh, here, I'm going to read it right now. So they said, To ensure that all of our guests have an opportunity to purchase certain products, we reserve the right to limit quantities on those items. Right, And here's the thing, like, no one is stopping anyone from buying those products. Right? The reality is, if they can't get it at Target, they're going to go to Walmart. Or they're going to go to Toy City or KB or Amazon. See, so, to me, the logic doesn't make sense, but I, w- I want to keep it positive. So, let's keep it positive. Number one, if if you're a reseller and you're going to Target, be careful. Like, don't spoil it for others, mm. right? I don't know. You, you've probably seen our post on Insta by this time, right, where I call out Mike and I go, hey, Mike, are you going to resell those on Amazon? <laughs> like, don't do that. Or or don't, you know, end up causing a fuss. That That's the thing that really kills it because what ends up happening is, one reseller goes in and causes a fuss at Target, and then it just spoils it for our other resellers. Right, because right, we're all
0: given this bad title, mm. right? So, I just want to make sure we're aware of that. Our, and, our pictures are going to end up in the uh, on Target, right in there. See, but the I was office. scared
1: about that today. Like when I was wearing that reseller sign today, I'm like, dude, what if their assets protection or loss prevention has a camera on me, and now it's
0: going to be posted throughout the Tree, like, watch out for these guys. They're 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 committing the crime of buying products from us
1: <laughs> to resell, to but, support their business.
0: Honestly, do they care what happens with any of the products they buy once it leaves their store? Is, the reality is weird. no, they don't care about the body. I, I've I worked for Target for like four or five years. I mean, if as a business, like for instance, if if you buy towels, like nice towels from Target, and then you take them and you use them for drying your car or in a in a shop, they shouldn't be able to say, like, <gasps> You're not using them for their intended purpose, right? Like you bought the item, it's yours. Do what you want with it. And if I I want to sell it, I'm going to sell it. I agree. So number two,
1: you know, strike up relationships with people there. Mm. You know, that can go a long way, right? Because there are some places that have targets that I go into and they know me. And to them, they're like, hey, you know what? We'll sell this to you because we know that you're going to get it to people that want it. Right. And and the other thing is Mm. self-checkout. Self-checkout is your friend you know you got to be quick about it though okay like I, I always say like once you find what you need you get that stuff in your cart
0: and you go to checkout and you get it in your car that's so weird i feel like you're making maybe i just ha- haven't bought enough stuff where i have to feel shady about it but that you it almost feels shady the way you're describing but it that's get how, get that's, out. Tar- that's how target makes you feel like but but is that is that you feeling that way or is that is it really pressure coming from from target
1: I've been there. Like I've had people approach me and say, you can't buy any more of these. I've had people say, you know, I'm sorry. I can't do this for you. Mm. And then you're stuck. So like, sometimes I'll go to the registers and I'm looking for that person. I think isn't going to care. Mm. And I approach and I try to ring stuff up before I see one of their GSTLs or guest service team leaders. That's what they're called anymore. And mm. you know, That's just the way it is. Because
0: I remember I worked at Target for for a little while. You did too? I did, yeah. I worked at Target. See, and I worked Lost Prevention too. Did you? I mean, so you got the inside scoop on this. So when I worked at Target, I remember remember resellers coming through. I never cared, right? I rang their stuff up. And I remember Black Friday. I mean, I had one guy who came up. I was working the register. Um, It was like as soon as the store opened, like people run in and go grab stuff. And I think he had like six carts of things. And yeah, it was like... 20 of one video game and five of this video game and four TVs and everything that was like the limit he was getting. And I just kind of smiled like, sweet, like, good for you, bud. Like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't. You see, but you're the guy I would want at the register. But I don't think, and I think you're right by saying like, okay, maybe a lead might say something, but I can't imagine any just regular employee is going to care, right? If no, you're not doing it, because there's wrong, always
1: that, like,
0: person who's like, what are you buying this for?
1: Oh, yeah. No, come on. You, you, you know those kind of people in your life. Like, they have no other reason but then just to check on people and just bust people. Like, that's just the way they live. But but
0: we're not doing anything wrong. There's nothing to bust. I,
1: I know. I know. But that, I guess that's how, didn't you feel that a little bit today when
0: we were shooting our videos? Okay. We were shooting videos in the store. It's a little different. But even that, I was comfortable because people, I mean, we weren't being disruptive. We didn't do anything to to, to disrupt other I, customers' me, experience. Plus the fact that in every
1: other aisle, they were doing
0: inventory. So there were Target employees all around oh, us. They were, and yeah. starting But n- nobody came up and said anything, right? Because we weren't doing anything disruptive. I mean, I, I feel like I'm more disturbed when I'm somewhere and people are talking on, you know, FaceTime. And they're walking around and they're, like, yelling... Their conversation and like if people can do that like why not record you know we're not if we were like getting on bikes and having a bike race in the store you know that'd be different <laughs> that'd be fun uh, it would be fun but but that I feel like would be okay like you guys gotta go um but I think I think a, a customer who comes in fills up a cart with stuff pays for the stuff and leaves that's what any business wants
1: right? no I know I know and and maybe this is just me I just I had some negative experiences mm-hmm. and I know other resellers have too. Mm-hmm. And there's other resellers that have talked about, like they've had managers help them out. Yeah.
0: Let us know, like, where are you guys at on this? Are you, have you had bad experiences at any specific retailers? Have you had positive experiences? Um, you know, going back to our last episode, are you, do you feel like people care that you're a reseller? Do you tell people you're a reseller? Uh, let us know. Either shoot us a DM, uh, put something on your feed and tag us and, 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 you know, let's get this conversation going. Cause again, um, we're experiencing this at Target, but maybe you're recognizing that this is now starting to happen at Marshalls or some other place. Let everybody know so we can kind of all uh, protect the community, as it were.
1: There you go. There you go. Neighborhood watch. That's
0: right. <laughs> we are. We are the reseller watch.
1: All right. Okay. Two more current topics, and we got to move on to our hustle of the week. So, hey, eBay had this awesome announcement today that basically said that all sales tax will be taken care of by them. Oh, now, okay, well, let me read. I'm that. stressing about when that. did you hear when I just said that
0: that they're taking care of the sales tax? Okay, not, okay not, I I understood I understand that you're thinking that okay, I know eBay's not paying the sales tax. Okay, good. Let's They're going to make gonna that clear. Ma- they're going to manage the system and make sure customers are paying it and we don't have to track that.
1: That's that's how I read. Perfect. And, and I think other platforms like Etsy and others do that, hmm. which that is
0: awesome. Yeah, no like that's if great. If that's the
1: case if eBay's doing that, That's an applause right there. Yeah,
0: because honestly, little stressed right now to be honest about upcoming tax season. Yeah, you know, I yeah,
1: so am I. (laughs) Because it's one of those things. I finally have a CPA, and maybe it'll be good, or I don't know. Mm. It can't be any worse than last summer when I got this letter in the mail that said I owed thirteen hundred dollars. That was terrible. Yeah,
0: that's not. I mean, Turbo Tax. That was from, did you, were you in the green or the red on the risk factor? Cause you know how I was like totally in the
1: green, like no one's gonna bother me. That's a bummer. It was crazy. So I'm always like hesitant now. Am I gonna get another letter? Cause it was from a return from 2015.
0: Yeah. And that happened to you last year? This past, yeah, last summer. Cause I think from what I heard, I know, and I could be wrong on these numbers. I know like if, if you're an audit, audit, they can go back what, like seven years. But typically they only, To flag an audit or what they're look at for the most part, I think is two years. So after the, like on the third year, they're not going to be looking at at, at the, you know, three years back. So it's like every two, like they'll look at the two years back on regular basis on a random, like random audit draw. But if you get pulled for a random audit and they're digging in deep, then they could start asking for up to seven years back. And that, that I, I could wild. be wrong. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a tax yeah. professional. We offer no
1: tax or legal advice. Period. At all, and that's
0: that's legal binding Zero. right there. Zero.
1: Okay. All right. So good for eBay and good Happy for us. It. All right. Supplies for Q4. You ready? Let's hear it. Are you ready? Like, do you have supplies?
0: Oh, do I have supplies? Like we talked about, like sourcing or no? Like, do you have all your padded
1: envelopes? Do you have your boxes? Do you Just have got a tape? huge
0: shipment of usps boxes um nice. and starting to buy you know yeah we've got when we set up our garage we have a whole little um little desk area thing that's got little bins that you can pull out and we've got tape and we've got ebay tape so jealous it's pretty you're awesome. so organized i'm trying to be and you know i saw this thing so we've been using because we reuse boxes so there's i mean we've shipped stuff and like i think the the mega blocks that i shipped out uh not too long ago i shipped out in an honest diapers box Right. Like so people are gonna get these boxes and like honest diapers. So we put like a strip of eBay tape over stuff just to know. But I saw something and I, I don't remember whose insta feed it was. Maybe I'll I'll, you know, if we find it, we'll shout them out. But it was kind of cool. They were using like the Rolo printer like I use or a dynamo printer, and they were using the um, thermal paper, which is really, really cheap, and they created their own template and they were printing out and it was from for Macari and they were just stickers that said Macari all over it, and they were printing them out like just hundreds of them at a time, and then sticking those on the boxes to kind of huh. show. And that would be much cheaper, I think, than buying like a roll of eBay tape, but kind of an interesting hack, maybe give that a shot. Because you're not paying for ink on those Rolo printers, and those, those thermal paper labels, super cheap.
1: You know what? I think I may get a Rolo. The,
0: the only thing I've it.
1: heard about Rolos is that they are difficult to use when you do FBA labels. Mm. Like the FBA shipping labels. So, or maybe the the smaller labels. I don't know which ones, but somehow so I found I, a, say, I found
0: a way around. Um, I found a way around that. Wait, wait, did you do it? Not FBA, that but shipment?
1: okay. <laughs> I thought you were about to tell me you finally sent out your Amazon no, box. but
0: but the Rolo does have a problem. Like uh, the UPS, okay. they force you to use their printer style for um, like they they rent out printers for okay. that. Um, so we basically just. Make a giant, make the label really big on our screen. We take a screenshot of the label, and then print the screenshot, and it works just fine.
1: Nice. Okay. All right, that's our current topics. Current topics. I just want to make sure hey, before we move on, everybody, if you do not know about the free supplies, go to USPS. I think it's dot com or mm. something. Just go to the post office website. Go to the store. You can order padded flat rate. That's probably the best envelope you can get. Mm. You can order medium flat rate boxes, large flat rate boxes. There's like these board game boxes that are flat rate too that you can order. And they're all free. They'll ship them to you. So just do
0: it. It just, all it takes is going on there and ordering it. It's free and it'll show up to your house. Yeah. Only bummer with those. And if you're Poshmark, those are what you want. Get as many of them as you can because Poshmark, any, the, the customer pays the shipping and any size um, USPS box, those priority boxes, as long as it's under five pounds, you don't have to pay for shipping. So you can put it in a big box, small box. As long as it's USPS priority, you print out the label, stick it on there, and send it. Uh, but we, we've been using UPS quite a bit. And so, uh, unfortunately, we don't get to use those USPS boxes in that. Man, that, that is industry. true.
1: That is true. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about our... Oh, wait. Before we get to our households of the Week, we have some listener hustles of the week. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. it's I, been. Aw- hey, by the way, thank you guys. Like, we have a few today, right?
0: Yeah, we've got, I think we have three today to go over. This might um, be our
1: longest episode ever.
0: I think it is. Hopefully you guys like that. I feel like our long episodes do good. I, I feel like people enjoy just being able to listen to, you know, us go a little deeper in things.
1: Either, either that or just, you just need some background noise while they're doing stuff.
0: Yeah, something to help you fall asleep. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So hey, it's talk to you. Go first. All right, cool. So um, before I do these, just to to put out there, it's really great. We're getting hustles of the week uh, through DM. We're getting hustles of the week, um, y- you know, through email. These are all great. We love getting them this way. Um, but it's also would be great if you give us a call.
1: Yes, and we actually set up our voicemail. Yeah, it's finally set up. So it's 619-738-738. 1170
0: that way we could just play it right it could be you talking on pure hustle podcast we'd love to we'd love to hear you
1: it'd be awesome so again 619-738-1170 yeah.
0: and then as as we keep getting more of these on here we'd like to you know obviously have the best ones on here so we're sharing information if you can just tag us like in a feed or a story something like that on instagram that would be great too that's a great way because not only I remember twitter too we're yeah. pure hustle cast on twitter yeah Share if you share it that way It's nice because if we don't get to it right away or um, if it doesn't make an episode for whatever reason, it's still getting out there and we can blast it out there to the community Yeah, because it's
1: not just for a show, it's like to help others Yeah,
0: exactly. So there
1: you go. All right, so
0: first one. Uh, This one comes from at Vintage Games Plus, I think is a a local San Diego person, which is pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: it's at vintage.games.plus.
0: At vintage.games.plus. So he sold a 13-inch MacBook MacBook Core Duo And it sold overnight.
1: Oh, look at, did you see what the model is?
0: 2007. 2007. That's old.
1: And he paid $20 for it. And where did he sell it?
0: Okay, so he sold it on Instagram. That's crazy, right? So we haven't
1: talked about that yet. Yeah,
0: I mean, I've never sold anything on Instagram and never even really thought about doing that. But he buys it uh, for $20, sells it on Instagram. The next day or that same night, it says overnight here. So I'm not sure if it was like- No, he listed it that
1: night. And then by the morning, it was sold.
0: Wakes up and it's sold, right? So, hey, that's a great hustle. Yeah, job.
1: And, and the way you do it is through PayPal. Nice. Like you just DM people and you give them your PayPal uh, your address mm. and then they they just pay you.
0: Hey, that's perfect. Hey, great job, great pickup. And you know, that works as your hustle kind of works as a bolo too. Um don't don't pass on on older MacBooks. They they clearly hold some value. And he
1: also has some awesome video games. Like if you go to at vintage.games.plus, like I remember I was gonna pick up his golden eye that was there. Mm and I didn't pick it up yet because I kind of like
0: Is it N64 Goldeneye?
1: It is N64. Oh, like, I played that game so much. That is the game. Is it? Uh, to me. That, well, I mean, like, I love the game but I, I had I, poor grades in college because of that game.
0: The golden gun when you get that. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. oh, Lo- no. It's just
1: like sneak attack right no, from the side. No. Loved it. Okay, Good so. Times. Hey, thank you for sharing. So that's I'm mean, thinking about that's a MacBook core from 2007. 2007. Yeah. So things still sell. They sell. All right, here's a here's an interesting one. So this one's from at it's El Boracho. You know what El Boracho means?
0: I've got no clue. The drunk. Oh, well, there we go. All
1: right. So now he has it. It's at E L underscore B Zero R R A C H O Zero. Okay. And and what he did is he sold some tarot cards. Does that creep you out a little bit?
0: You know, it's not my thing. Um I, I I would I've, I've always you know stayed away from um, you know tarot cards and Ouija boards and stuff not not personally my my thing but you know um, I I know there's a market for it
1: yeah so let me share okay let me correct it I messed up his handle let me fix it real quick it is so El Boracho, but it's it's a complicated one it's pretty creative though E L underscore B zero R R A C H zero so there's no O's if you think of an O it's a zero. Okay, and he actually emailed us. Yeah. So if you haven't emailed us, Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, email us. Might be a little slower getting back on the email. Again, Insta feed, story, DMs, really great way. We'll get to you on the email too, but uh, it's really nice when we could share it with everybody.
1: So listen to the story. He said, I bought this box at Goodwill, thought it looked cool, opened it, and it had these tarot cards in it. I don't know anything about this stuff, but figured it was unusual. So I'm ad-libbing a little bit. Okay, And for four ninety nine, then he had a 10% discount. And then he was like, I, I kind of didn't know if I wanted to bring this stuff home. And I get it, right? Like, it's kind of, you know, and for me, it's a little out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, But he did. And then he did some research, and he noticed that they were vintage. And then he threw in a couple of quartz crystals in there to make it look like it was more like a fortune-telling kind of thing.
0: Okay, so he added those himself. Yeah, like of he, he went Poshmark
1: on it a little Genius. bit. Okay, and then uh, He says it worked because he started the auction at 30 With a buy it now. Oh, a buy it now of 30 and Oh with the buy it now and then he can't really remember what the price was for buy it now Maybe 150 and so you know how you do auction right. yep. and then buy it now and Then it stood low all week and then he got it got bid up to $43 and he was watching it. It was counting down. So it got down to the 20 seconds. Then the bid went up to 53. Then in about three seconds, it went up to $102.50. Nice. It I wonder if anybody there.
0: saw that in his future. And
1: then it sold for that. And then a couple seconds later, he got payment. Perfect. That's Like automatically. So he says, this is the first time. I don't know how long that I had posted something on eBay to sell. So he mm. kind of went out. Listen to our podcast. Thought, you know what? I need to get back in the
0: game, and he sold it. No, and that's so awesome. He goes, he goes. Now I got bit by the eBay selling bug. It'll happen. It'll happen to you. Now here's here's what I wonder. Um, I think that was great. I my the first items I sold on eBay. Um, not saying that he hasn't sold anything before, but like the first few items I sold, I was doing auction. I remember I texted you. I'm like, hey, I sold some yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And you said, did you get bids? And I'm like, yeah, I got bids. Um, and I think back to that and I, I wonder, um, that was great for the, 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 you know, fast nickel. I wonder what, what those cards could have got him if you'd have held off a little longer with just a buy it now, not a, know. not an auction. I
1: mean, he maybe got top dollar for yeah, no, because I, other people felt yeah, yeah. yeah. So I
0: don't know. Yeah. I, in fact, I've, I've seen a few people say the same thing that they took items that, that had watchers on them. They put it up for auction at the buy it now price and sold it for more than the buy it now price was originally their original listing. So just putting huh. it as an auction and changing it from buy it now to an auction and they got higher than they were asking for. Wow.
1: Who knows? You just never know. Yeah, you never, you know. Just never know. All right. I think we got one
0: more. One more. All right. This one is from at lunch money hustle. Let me just say that's probably the best name I love I've name. ever heard. It's that's amazing. Great job at lunch money hustle. Um, I think whoever you are genius with the name. Uh, a little jealous that I didn't think about that. That's, that's good. Right. That's great. I like Pure Hustle Podcast. Pure Hustle Podcast is great, but Lunch Money Hustle, that's good. That all good. right, so at, at Lunch Money Hustle, bought a PlayStation 2, a sealed Marvel versus Capcom, paid $2.99 at the Salvation Army. That's a good price. Have, did
1: you ever play Marvel versus
0: Capcom? Um, I, I, I think I played it when it was like the arcade. I don't know if I ever So it was like it Street Fighter, yep. but
1: then it was Marvel versus Capcom? Yep. It was a pretty awesome game
0: I never played it on the PlayStation I know I played like that version I think on in a, at an arcade at one point but I remember that yeah so 299 that's a b- amazing deal um it said comps were going on Amazon um, or the at least ones that were listed on Amazon were at 533 so um, none of them were selling on Amazon for cheaper than that because nobody had them listed well, for that
1: I looked it up and there was no FBA offers. So there's three merchant fulfilled going for five thirty three. Nice. So I don't know what that means because then I looked at E, and it's a 22 k rank. Uh-huh. So it's been selling. I don't know if it's been selling. I didn't do enough. I should have looked on Keepa. Mm. So my apologies to all of you. Maybe you can look on Keepa. But on eBay, they're going for $50
0: plus. Uh, not so- bad for two ninety nine. dollars huge. Now, oh, what? I
1: personally think it's probably somewhere in the middle there. Mm. I don't know where it's at, but you never know. You no. get, you know, you end up being the only person with it and yep. somebody really wants it. And they're like me or you that remembers and you had good memories. Yep. Like people are willing to drop that
0: money. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, if there's not a lot currently listed on eBay, throw it up there for a couple hundred bucks, right? And let people I want to offer. share
1: something really weird.
0: So, I'm, I'm nervous now. No, no,
1: it's not, it's not super weird. So <laughs> when I was a kid, there was this toy called Mr. Talk Show Guy. Do you remember that thing? No. Some of you that are out there probably remember that. Maybe I want to post this on Insta. Maybe do we need to go here? Anyways, one of the first things I did when I got on eBay, I looked this up because I remember having these really kind of cloudy childhood memories, and I remember I really loved this toy. And actually, I found it. I never purchased it, but anyways, I, I kind of, I, I was at this place like I almost bought it, hmm. right? And it's the same thing with the Marvel versus Capcom, like somebody the out nostalgia there will real. to I mean, that's where we're at, right? Everybody who. Is now like in their thirties and forties are willing to drop that those dollars to get those things they couldn't get when yeah. they
0: were a kid. Yeah, no, I I mean I, it's bizarre. I play a card game, Magic the Gathering, and I just bought a whole bunch of them for my nephew on an eBay lot, which I know is not the best way to get like the best cards, but it was super cheap. I bought a whole bunch of cards, and I'm going through them. And for anybody that cares, the borders oh, on all I'm of sure the cards there's now. a ton
1: of people out there that care. the
0: The borders on the cards now are black around the outside of the cards and back when i started playing when i was in junior high they were white and so when i got back into it a few years ago you know i didn't even really much notice the difference i was like oh cool magic gathering cards and i bought this this big set for my my nephew and i started looking through the cards and there was probably like 30 of them in the the set of a thousand cards that had the white border and it just brought me back it was just like (laughs) now now i just want to go on ebay and buy white border cards even if they're terrible just because it's like I remember playing with these cards like these were the ones, you know, and and yeah, people will pay for those memories.
1: Yeah. So there you go. So, hey, thank you. All three of you that sent us. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. At vintage.games.plus, at El Baracho, and at Lunch Money Hustle. Follow them if you're not on Instagram. Take a look at what they have and what their content is. And we're just appreciative. Thanks for sharing with yeah,
0: us. Thank you. What about you? What was your hustle? Oh,
1: man. So my hustle is is a hustle. But it, it's like a two-part. And I don't want to go too much into it. It's on it's in Instagram. It happened a couple weeks ago. You got to look for one where it's... I, I bought a bunch of N64 games. Mm. And the post before that is about the train set. So let me talk about the train set. So it's kind of crazy. So I don't know, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, garage sale. And it's Saturday and it's like 940 or something. And I bought a few things like some Legos and some other items. My trunk wasn't full, and my son was with me, and we're having a good old time. But I thought, hey, let's just check this one. And this one was actually like super close to my house. I'm talking about like two minutes away. Mm. And usually, the way I do my garage sales is I go far away and come home, and I'll do the ones by my house like last. Yep. Right. And so, I wasn't expecting much. So, I show up, and there's like this table, and on this table, there's a whole bunch of like railroad stuff. And I usually pass those up, like I've, I've, Come across a lot of that stuff and it looks old, but then when you start researching it, you're like, that's not worth a lot. Mm. Well, what's crazy was the first one I picked up, I researched and it's like, I don't know, two to three hundred, almost four hundred dollars for one car, for one of the cars, like one. Okay, like I'm talking about one, and there's like, I don't know, 20 to 30 on the same, right. So I asked the guy, I go, hey, no one's picked these up. He goes, no, nobody. I mean, some people looked at it. Mm. And I go, I did my line. Like, you're sentimentally attached to these, aren't you? <laughs> you know, you always bug me about that. Yeah. I was re-listening to one of our episodes. I get episodes it. It's a time. sentimental attachment. But it, but it was. And he, I could tell, like, he really cared about mm. those trains. And But his wife was like, buy them.
0: Like, <laughs> like just buy them. And then so that from that point on, you started... Negotiating I, you with know what? I honestly right? was
1: a little torn because they looked pretty awesome. These mm-hmm. trains. Then I started looking up, and one some were going for twenty thirty, some were going for a hundred. I mean, and there's like 30 of them, right? And so I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And I go, "What are you looking at to sell these for?" And he goes, three hundred dollars."
0: I'm like, what? Like, I could sell one, and I'm good. So that's the that was his offer. How much did you talk him down?
1: I got him down to two
0: hundred and sixty three. That's pretty
1: good. And I I paid him two sixty five because I didn't have change.
0: Why two sixty three? Like why not just two sixty five? Because I kept
1: haggling. Like I had to haggle as far as much.
0: So we went. So I you did, haggled to a point where you couldn't even pay. So you had to go up. So
1: I, I just felt because I could tell. And here's what here's what's crazy. So, you know, one of the trains is going for. I want to say I'm probably gonna sell it for three to four hundred. Wow. And then five or six of them are going to go for, like, 100 or more. Mm. And then there's a few others that are going to go from, like, 20 to 50. Then there's, like, um, I guess in this train set, there's, like, the there's like a house and there's some trees and there's, like, a factory. So those are going to go for some money, too. And then he says, hey, you know what? Let's go downstairs. I got some more. Nice. So we go downstairs, and he has the boxes for all of these. So they're the value is going to oh. go up, too. Then he goes, hey, I got all these tracks. And and today actually I posted this on Insta. Uh. About a hundred pounds of tracks. And so I looked this up on eBay and like some people are selling them like in lots of like eight to ten. Mm. And they're going for like three, thirty to forty dollars for like eight to ten pieces. Holy cow. Okay. So I'm like, this is this is wild. And so I keep and there's more and there's more and there's more and I, I don't know where this is gonna land. We're we're talking about big money once I'm done with this. So I already sold a piece. Okay? And so the one piece I sold was a transformer. And it's not working. And I sold it for $45 plus like $20 nice. shipping. So think about it. I already, a quarter of, well, a little less than a quarter of what I paid for it, I already
0: sold. Yeah. No, that's amazing. That's, I, I, I'm not going to beat you on that hustle. So that, that's that was,
1: hustle. oh, wait, it doesn't end. Then... I come back later to return the totes that I borrowed. Uh And I see an N64 and video games. Oh, gosh. And controllers. And no one's there. And I ask his wife. I'm like, hey, would you guys be willing to sell that too? He goes, I don't know. My husband's at work. I I just, I don't know. Mm. So I pull out my business card. I say, hey, give me a call. Uh, But, you know, if if worse comes worse, I'll just be one of the first ones the next morning because this was a two-day sale. Mm. I'm the first person there. Whoa, 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 I got to rewind a little bit. After I bought the train set, another guy showed up and goes, starts looking, and I look at him, I go, I already bought those. And he goes, you bought all of these? And I'm like, yep, I bought all of them. How much do you pay for that? <laughs> and I told him, he's like, oh, oh, you, oh, my, like, you got a score. <laughs> so think about it. Like, within five minutes, yeah. I could have lost on somebody else. Yep. Okay, so back to the back to the video game thing. So next day I go back and sure enough he has not only that he has a Dreamcast and he has an Xbox. He, he wouldn't let me walk away without paying for all of it. Okay. He wanted to bundle
0: it. So I bundled it all and man that was another score. I mean that's that, awesome. That's probably
1: hustle of the summer.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. That's so a, that's anyways. I'm waiting for a deal like that. I mean I've I've had a lot of great items where I've paid you know four or five dollars and, and made over a hundred but I have not found a, a several thousand dollars worth of net profit yet. Crazy! So I'll, we'll keep
1: you guys posted on how the sales go. Yeah,
0: well, that's cool. Okay, tell me about yours real quick. Okay, so mine's maybe a little strange because it's it's technically not reselling related. Is that okay? okay that's fine. And and I think I, I think I think it's okay to mention it because you did mention that you wanted to bring on people who hustle in other ways. Okay, because because hustle the week, you know, sometimes it's reselling, sometimes it's other things. There's there's multiple ways. Uh, to be out there hustling and making money and saving money. Here's one. And I remember I talked to you about me starting this several months ago. Okay. So I don't know if you remember, but I started that DietBet program. You remember oh, that? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So DietBet, for those of you who don't know, uh, it, it's this app uh, website thing. And you can participate in games where you have to lose a certain percentage of body fat in a certain amount of time. And they, you, know, you have to take pictures of yourself and on a scale. And every month you do weigh-ins. And I I participated in three games. Two of them were one month long. And then one of them was a long six-month one. That was like my big one. Uh, And I think my total investment was, I think I paid like $160 or something to participate in all three games. But I knew I wanted to lose weight anyways, right? Like this is something I wanted to do. I was like, I looked at the numbers. The the big game was 10% in six months. I was like, I can do that, right? Like that's that's about where I want to be anyways. Um, So it was motivation for me, right? Like I've already paid $160. If I lose the weight, I'm guaranteed my money back plus more. If I don't lose the weight, well, I lose some of this money. So that's motivation to lose the weight. Yeah. Well, I lost the weight. And not only did I make all my money back, which they guarantee it. Like you, if, you, if you lose the weight, you say you're going to lose, you get your money huh. back. Um, so not only did I get all the money back that y- you initially put in, but I came out with over $180 profit nice yeah so i mean it was a six month process um so it wasn't like an overnight like cha-ching but i was gonna lose the weight anyways right like that was my was my plan to lose some weight so So
1: you improved your health
0: i improved my health
1: improved your wallet
0: yep both at the same time there was motivation to keep going i remember you know talking to my wife like oh, I can't, I don't want to eat this tonight because I, you know, I, I got to lose the weight, got to weigh in in three <laughs> days. There's money on the line. There's money on the line, right? So I am not recommending anybody to be on like any kind of diet plan or to try and lose weight if if that's not where you should be in life. But if if you're already in a place where you're like, I want to lose some weight. I want to, you know, get, you know, healthy. I want to be, you know, whatever that is, if that's something you're already going to do, make money while you're doing it right that's awesome so 180 so... in my in my pocket and you know 15 20 pounds lighter it's not good too for bad you. Yeah, thank you
1: good for you all right that was definitely an interesting hustle interesting yeah i know all right so now we got to get to bolo We're probably a bolo's bolo so i this is bolo i think we beat our record of longest podcast
0: i think it's good hopefully you're still listening <laughs>
1: right hey hopefully you have so many sales that you're still packing and you have to listen
0: yep yep listen while you pack there you go all it right be, it could be a song listen while you pack.
1: okay you know what i think we gotta
0: move we're gotta we getting tired huh we already started talking crazy and now you're
1: singing like some snow white stuff
0: it's it's not snow white it's it's, it's the worst the pure hustle podcast song <laughs> okay
1: all right bolo of the week what's your bolo
0: what's my bolo all right um I don't think I've talked about this before. I think I've talked about sealed products before, of course, but um, when I was at, out of Egypt, I okay. found um, there were, and I found, still so priced me up out of Egypt. Out of Egypt. I found multiple, um, they were Kodak printer ink cartridges sealed, right? Okay. In the box sealed. And this is probably the fourth time that I found like this brand, the Kodak brand for like this specific printer. And every time I've picked them up, they sell within like two or three weeks. Nice. Yeah, they, I've, for like I've, good profit? For, for for really good profit. I've I have i i I was at one garage sale a couple months ago and I picked up a bag full of them. I think there was like 10 of them in the bag. Okay. Um and I paid five dollars for the whole bag and each one sold for like twenty five dollars, twenty to twenty five dollars. Oh. And then um yeah, I, I think I bought are they expired or are they like current? I don't know, do they expire? I don't know. People sell expired
1: ink. That's why I ask. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I take pictures. Um, I haven't heard anything back on, on any of them. I guess maybe I should double check that next time. <laughs> so my bolo is turned into uh, maybe an uh-oh. But, no, it's an uh-oh because people will buy expired ink. But, so I think you're good. But yeah, so I mean...
1: As long as you list that it's expired. Yeah, actually disclose that. Yeah. Okay, keep,
0: keep going. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, there you go. So if you're out and you see non-expired ink, pick it up.
1: Or expired.
0: Or Just look up
1: comps. Just make sure you look up comps and make sure you're clear in the description of what you
0: have. And while you're doing that, if you're looking at computer, because I see them at, at Salvation Armies and, and Goodwill's all the time, a lot of times they'll be the big toner cartridges. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times they're the off-brand. Okay, so if it's like an off-brand ink
1: Yeah, I've version, seen you sell those.
0: I've sold a few. But if it's the off-brand and it says like four Canon, blah, 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 or works for, they do not sell for as much as if they're the authentic Canon. Oh, no, that's or, true. So make sure the off-brand is okay, but the comps are going to be much, much, much I don't know better. if I would even make the off-brand
1: a the bolo. Would you make it a bolo?
0: I would say be on the lookout for ink, sealed yeah. ink, probably not expired, maybe expired. If it's off-brand, be very, very picky. Make sure that it's selling. Maybe it's a unique printer um, that they you know aren't making ink for anymore. But, yeah, stay away from the off-brand for the most part. Try and find the on-brand ink. Okay, I would say go on brand because, I don't know, the off-brand scares me.
1: It does. Here's why. Let me give you an example. So, I still use an old Epson printer, and I buy knockoff brands Mm. all the time for it. And sometimes my Epson will say, update firmware. Mm. So, I'll update the firmware, and then all my knockoff ink cartridges that are in there no longer work. work. It'll say, like, these are on Genuine. Please buy Genuine Epson Mm. ink. So just, you got to be careful because what will happen is, you know, you might sell something and somebody will pick it up thinking it's awesome and within a week, like they can't use it anymore.
0: But I, I feel like people understand that when they're buying off-brand ink. No, I know. I I just, like ink but stuff. you know, all it takes is one buyer,
1: right, to kind of give you a headache. Yeah. Or you just keep moving.
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I feel, I'm just going to say, I mean, this is this is on top, but it has nothing to do with selling it. Ink is a racket, man. It is, ink is so it's cheap. Right. It's right. so cheap. You can buy, you can buy the refill ink, which is the exact same stuff that you get in the other cartridges for like pennies, pennies for for full tubes of it. And it won't work in the cartridges. Cause like you said, they want the genuine and the genuine is a chip that they put on there that yeah. says yes or no. They The, the companies are, are making sure you buy from them and they can charge an arm and a leg for it. What a racket, man.
1: And that's why you're going to resell it. So, okay, all right. All right, so my bolo, and I don't know, I kind of feel guilty sharing this bolo, but I want to share this bolo because I think there's more money in it. And, and, and he, Go with me here. So do you, I don't know if you remember, like, a few weeks ago, I bought all these, like, Tommy Bahama, like, new shirts mm. that were, like, sports-themed, right? And it's funny because on the Insta story, I put, like, would you pick these up? And pretty much everyone said no. But they've all been selling. And they're ba- it's baseball, so I'm selling baseball items in September. Nice. Okay, and I've noticed like in the thrift stores, a lot of the Rain Spooner or the Tommy like sports themed items like are gone. Hmm. Like, and I don't know if it's because they're going on Goodwill's website. I don't know if because people aren't donating them anymore. I don't know, but my guess is the prices on those items are going to start rising. Hmm. Right, because these Tommy Bahama shirts, I thought were gonna take me a long time because Tommy Bahama, mm-hmm. you know, I've already sold over half of that inventory for good money. Wow. And I, I you know, I just threw it on Insta, goes, hey, wonder well, this is gonna, where this is gonna land. Mm-hmm. And they've been selling. Nice. So I'm just gonna throw it out there again look for sports themed Hawaiian
0: shirts. Yep. I sold one. It, Not a Tommy Bahama. But, oh, the Padres yeah, one. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But if they're Tommy, if they're Rain Spooner, if they're even Kahala, like they will sell for money, and I don't feel bad sharing this because they're so rare. Like it's not like everybody's gonna rush to the thrift store and find right. them, right? I mean,
0: chances of you finding them, I don't think, are very high. You gotta work, you gotta hustle. Maybe you'll find them. I, I, I go to thrift stores all the time. I've yet to find a rain spinner. Isn't that wild? It's crazy, and because because the way you made it sound when I first started this is like, yeah, I pick these up all the time.
1: I, I did, and I now it's like hardly ever. And I don't know, maybe it's because it, the market is flooded and there's a bunch of resellers, or maybe because for a reason people are holding on to them mm. or not donating or whatever. I don't know. But be on the lookout because those will, especially now that we're getting into Q Q4, they will, I mean, we're talking about some shirts will sell for like $100 used. So keep an eye.
0: I will be keeping an eye out.
1: Okay. All right. So, hey, we got to get this wrapped up. But before we do, we're not wrapped up yet. Let's talk about what are we looking forward to?
0: What are we looking forward to? Hmm. Let's see. You know, I've got, um, we've already done a lot in my garage, but we still have another, um, shelving unit to build and we don't have it set up the way we envision it hundred percent yet. So okay. over the next you know, couple of weeks, I want to get a full photo booth kind of set up. I want to set up, organize things a little bit better. Um, I want it to feel like a place that I enjoy being in and working that's organized, easy to pull stuff out. Uh, And it's kind of cool watching it transform into our vision of what it is. Uh, Part of that is I want to have like a testing station with, you know, a receiver and some speakers and a small little TV so I can hook things up. I am so jealous. Like
1: you are definitely going next level.
0: It's got to be, man. It's all or nothing. Go big or go home. Good for you. Oh, I got another quote. Next Uh, week. Come on.
1: Really? Go big? Come
0: on. That's not the quote.
1: All right, so I'm impressed. Like, I actually, we should, like, show some videos, like, of what you've been doing. Yeah,
0: no, I will. I have got, I took some before pictures. Um, I was thinking about doing a, a time-lapse video of us working in there, but it's one of those things where we were sweaty and grimy, and we just wanted to work, and I said, I'll take an after picture. But, yeah, we'll post those up. But
1: okay. well, people want to see you real, right? You got to be real. All
0: right, I'll, I'll send you some, some videos of me all sweaty and working in the garage. <laughs> if you want it. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I don't know if I want it, but okay. All right. So mine is, I want to get all those trains listed.
0: That's a that's a task, man. It is going to be
1: a task. Like, I, I had plans tonight to even get all those, uh, what do you call it? What, what are they called again? What was that? Big T-Totes? Ray, rails? What? The are you train talking tracks? about? The Lionel? <laughs> the Lionel train tracks. I don't know why that, that I don't know what's <laughs> going on. But okay. So those train tracks... That's gonna be a burden in itself, mm. right? Because it's about a hundred pounds. I don't want to ship those hundred pounds. Like, and I'll do local pickups. So my goal is to list every single one of those trains because that transformer like sold within three days of me listing. Mm. So I think the same is gonna happen with the rest of the trains. So that's my hope. Nice. So we'll see. We'll see. So keep us, you know, updated. Uh, keep us accountable. Let us know. Okay. Hey, hey. So we gotta end this episode. We've got super long. How long have we gone?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think we're like uh, an hour and 20 that? minutes. Wow. Like that. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Hey, I so. hope you guys are still listening. Yeah, please listen. Hey, show us some love on YouTube. Like if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to us and then hit that little bell so you get notified. Put some comments, like some of our videos. That would be great. Yeah. And then you can see how much weight I lost. Oh, Put those guns away, Mike. No, All right. So, hey, always continue following us on Instagram. We are Pure Also Podcast. On Facebook, we are Pure Soul Podcast. On Twitter, we are Pure Also Cast. On email, we're Pure at gmail.com. On the phone, we are 619-738-1170. Don't forget about our t-shirt giveaway. Anything else
0: I missed? Um, be real. Be relevant. Be reselling. Late. Boo.